the next generation of radio. It's the MyMac.com podcast. Podcasting from the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. It's Sunday, April 3rd. I'm Chad Perry here with the Simon Cowell of podcasting, Tim Robertson. I am not. Be good. Uh, this is a special edition of our podcast. Usually we record on Wednesday nights and post them up on Thursdays, and occasionally I'll record a solo podcast um, during the week. But we had a little bit of a dilemma. Uh, it's all good, though, and the dilemma is a contest. Yep. So if you're wondering why you're listening to this on Monday or Sunday instead of on Thursday, uh, we've got some good news for all you listeners both for our show and for a couple of other podcast shows who are joining us in this contest. Um, the people that... Uh, it's, I can hear sirens. I don't care. Do you care about the sirens? No. They're not coming for me, so what do I care? Nope. The microphone probably isn't picking it up anyways. Um, basically what's going on is some of you, I know for a fact, have never listened to our show before, so welcome. It's cool to have you. Yep, and we're having a contest, and the contest is basically working with three other podcasting um, sites. The big one being the Don and Drew Show. So, welcome all you Don and Drew listeners. We also have the Roadhouse. The f- you got to say the the rest of that. The Roadhouse. <laughs> the Roadhouse, the finest blues you've never heard. See, Tony, we're giving you props, dude. <laughs> And uh, the other one, uh, probably a lot of you haven't heard, and it's uh, the MyMac Guys podcast. I know that we are MyMac.com. We've been that for a decade now, 10 years. Uh, But these other guys named Chris and Hank, they uh, have their own podcast, and they're called the MyMac Guys. It's a really cool podcast. I listened to it and uh, communicated with them a little bit. And uh, so we invited them into this contest as well. Basically, what this contest is is we are giving away, courtesy of MacSales.com, we're giving away the newer technologies Trip FM transmitter. We did a review of this uh, a couple podcasts ago. It's a great little piece of equipment for all you folks that want to listen to your pod, and listen to your iPod in your car. And it's not just the iPod. You can listen to any MP3 player, portable CD player. Who uses a portable CD player anymore, though? In their car? Hardly anywhere. Or anywhere. I mean, jeez, well, everybody's kind of going to MP3 now. It's The MP3, it's just it's so much more handy. You don't have to worry about skipping if you drop it. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, what we're going to do is we're going to give you guys a contest word later in the show. When you get that contest word, combine it with the contest words you got from either the My Mac Guys podcast, the Don and Drew podcast, or the Roadhouse podcast. And uh, send those answers to contest at mymac.com. You don't need to listen to all four podcasts. If you get, if you happen to come from the Don and Drew show, and they told you what their contest word is, and you come here, and we tell you what ours is, send those two words in, and you're in for the Newer Technologies FM Road Trip Transmitter. So, Thanks to MacSales.com for uh, putting up the road trips for this contest. That's right. Uh, let's see. Let's jump into some real quick stuff here. Um, let's stick with podcasting information for a minute. I go up to Podcast Alley occasionally to go and look to see what some other podcasts. They got this whole voting thing. Mm-hmm. And I noticed we're way down in the voting. I mean, nobody's voting for us. And I thought, oh, that kind of sucks. Why aren't, why? I look at our stats page and I see a lot of people are listening. And I get the feedback and I share it with you 
and you read it. Yep. So we're getting a lot of feedback. Mm-hmm. I see that a lot of people are downloading the show. Why aren't we getting any votes? So I started doing a little bit of research. I started going to these sites and these other podcasts that are getting a whole lot of votes. And I and I learned something. They are all actively soliciting people to vote for them on their website at Podcast Alley. They even have a little thing: vote for us at Podcast Alley with a little link and everything. So if you click it, you automatically you go and you vote for them. Uh-huh. And that's how they rank it. I don't know if that's really an indication of popularity or. I mean, if if I'm sitting there soliciting people to do it, hey, don't forget to vote for us at Podcast Alley, and then everybody does compared to the people who never do that, like us. I don't know if that's really a good indication of what what the best or the most popular shows are. Yeah, but that's the American way, Tim. I mean, you got to go out there and, and put your face out there if you're going to win a vote. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It just seems a little tacky to me. Just a little tacky. <laughs> vote for me. Oh, just because you didn't think of it first. No, well, there's that, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're going to do a quick commercial, then we're going to come back and we're going to do a quick product review of the iPail. That's from Tivoli Audio. It's a real cool uh, radio slash hook it up to your MP3 player. We'll get into more of that in a minute. First, let's hear a little bit from our sponsor, Small Log Electronics. Most websites are only there for you to buy something. Buy, buy, save, buy. Save, save. At smalldog.com, well, they're happy if you buy something, but that's just half the story. Take a walk around smalldog.com and you'll find the inside scoop on Mac products and lots of helpful how-tos for beginners and experts alike. Digital photography and graphic design, music and sound, small business and more. From iTunes to inkjets, Apple to Ziff. Smalldog.com, so you can love your Mac more. High technology at low prices. Smalldog.com. Hi, this is Ken. And Kim. From Shakespeare Souffle and Homeschool Habitat Podcast. And I'm trying to convince Kim that we need to get a Mac Mini. So I'm going to mention Mac Mini every day until we do. And it's been going on for over a month now because we're PC owners. But you're listening to MyMac.com, the podcast. And it's all about Mac. Macs. Is it Mac or Max? <laughs> so if you have a Mac Mini you'd like to donate to Ken so he can stop torturing me, visit us at Shakespeare Souffle. Cheers. And if you want to get your podcast promo and MyMac.com, send an MP3 file just like they did, and we will play it right here at MyMac.com. The only thing we ask is you mention that you're listening to the MyMac.com podcast and plug your show if you happen to have one, and uh, we'll get it on. We've actually got a couple in the queue lined up. You yep. don't want to do them all in, at one show, though. No. I like that. I like that bouncy <laughs> doop, 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 doop kind of music. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of neat. I like that a lot. Well, I'm sure some of you are wondering, hey, where's Chris Seabold and the Not Mac News? Well, in case you didn't know, Chris is a very devout Catholic, so he is flying over to Italy right now to Rome because of the Pope's death, and he's going to uh, basically be joining the Council of Cardinals and he may be the next pope. So <laughs> you, know, you never know. We're pulling for you. You've got our vote, Chris. Absolutely, Chris. We we think that. Uh, <laughs> but he did say he will be back before the next podcast to record a new not Mac news. 
Oh, or at the very least, he'll record it at the Vatican. So that's always cool. Is he going to keep doing this if they elect him pope? I don't know if he can. Uh, that's true. He'd probably get all like religious and stuff in it. This is not Mac News, and he have like angels in the background <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, uh, that might just be a little bit too much. But then again, how cool would it be if you know we had the actual pope? Ooh. The new pope, his first public address would be not Mac News. Oh, that'd that be would cool. be cool. I heard Chris has got. He's a long shot to become the next pope. Yeah, but you know. But if they want someone more progressive, he could be the guy. He could be the guy. Uh, let's uh, jump into the quick review here. Um, I'm going to let you say the name of the company again. This is Tivoli Audio, and I, it's the iPal. I don't know why I, I my tongue. I just look at that and I think I can't say that word. Tivoli. See, I say it wrong. It's Tivoli. T- I Tivoli. But see, when I look at the word, I can't say it. Well, you know how I know how it's spo- how it's pronounced is basically it's the name of the amusement park. It's right in the middle of Copenhagen, Denmark, which is Tivoli Gardens. We're gonna turn this on so everybody can hear what it sounds like. Ooh, a little Van Halen. What this is basically, it's an AM/FM radio, uh, but it also has an import input auxiliary in jack on the back of it which is covered up by a little, what would you call this? Just a little uh, cover. <laughs> a little cover, a little plastic cover, basically to keep water out of that port if it's not in use. It also has a headphone jack and a place to plug it in. This thing has got rechargeable batteries that come standard with it, so you don't have to worry about putting batteries in it. It's fairly big. It's about, oh, what do you think, about one and one and a half the si- size of a iPod and height. Yep. And it's pretty deep. So, uh, but basically, what the iPad does, I like how they have on here Henry Mm Claus. That's that's supposed to uh, insinuate quality audio Mm -hmm. because Henry Claus was a big man in speakers back in the day. Yep. So, anyways, the. uh, uh, These little iPads, they originally were just called Pales, they came in a bunch of different colors. Tivoli Audio obviously saw the popularity of the iPod, so they decided, dude, we want some of the iPod money. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely no different than the regular Pals. No difference at all except for the color. It's got the the standard white. Does it even match, though? Yeah, I guess it's it does. Close. Yeah, it's pretty close. The white front that kind of looks like an iPod, and it's got the silver backing. It does have a retractable antenna that goes up the back of the unit. And because it's AM, FM, uh, plus you can plug your iPod into it and it uses rechargeable batteries it's uh, considered portable although without a handle on it and being just a square box mm-hmm. I don't know how portable it really is honestly the kids like it at my house because when they want to go jump in the hot tub mm-hmm. I don't have any sounds or anything for them to listen to out there so I'll take this I don't hook the iPod up to it they can listen to the radio yeah um, and plus it, it's been wintry and nasty weather out mm-hmm. when they jump into the uh, hot tub I'm not going to take my iPod outside in that kind of weather. <laughs> but this thing, I don't care. It's, mm-hmm. it's supposedly, it's not waterproof, but it's water resistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's a neat little uh, neat little stereo. It's not a stereo, though. It's mono. It only has one speaker in it. And the AM-FM tuning knob is huge. It's about the same size as the speaker on the front of it. And it has an off switch, AM, FM, and then a volume control. And that's it. It's really, really a neat. Uh, it's, it's a nice little radio. It it weighs a lot more than I thought it would too. Yeah. You know, it's got some 
heft to it. Um, anything you want to add to this? Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought the sound was really good. Um, the uh, the uh, <clears throat> tuner for the AM-FM picks fantastic. up fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Picks up almost all the stations. Well, that is there. analog. It's not a digital. Everything's digital nowadays. Every yeah. radio and every car is digital. You remember, I'm sure you remember, when you first started driving all the radios to dial in, you literally had to twist the dial and get right under the station, but you can really fine-tune it to really get it in there good. Yeah. Nowadays, with digital, it just goes to that call letter or the uh, station, and then boom, it's there or it's not. Yeah. I like the analog because you can really just peg that radio station. Or if you have two radio stations that are really close, you can tune it in a lot better with an analog rather than a digital. I mean, you mm -hmm. can just move it just a little bit and... It, it works real good. Let's turn it back on for a second. Oh, look. I put the antenna down and I lost the signal. See, there's one station there, but then right next to it, what kind of... I can hear cool in the game, but just yeah. barely. Oh, there it is. There we go. Oh, alright. <laughs> <laughs> this thing costs 129 bucks. We'll put a link up to it on the show notes for this webcast or this podcast webcast I'm starting to show my age so um depending on when you listen to this it's the april 3rd podcast 2005 and if you're interested in the ipal go check out the pictures we'll uh we'll take some digital photos of it instead of just the stock photos that you get from their website i'll put a link to the site itself 100 129 130 bucks let's just call it yeah it's really i think it's a little bit overpriced they call it, it's for audio files, but here's the problem. With only one speaker, it's not stereo sound. And so I was a little dubious on the quality of the music out of one tiny little speaker. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I think it, it has a really full sound. Yes, it does. And I, and I don't miss having separate speakers because if I want that, you know, I've got a stereo at home where I can play stuff on, my, on the headphones or I can hook up external speakers to the iPod, whatever I want. But for this, to... Let's say we're going to go to the beach. This would be a nice little radio for the beach. Yep. You know, it's got nice loud sound. Um, it sounds good. The quality of the audio itself is fantastic. You would never believe. what. How big do you think that is? Maybe three inches? Four inches? Yeah, about, about three inch speaker. About yep. three inch speaker. I would be... I. If somebody was playing this behind me and I didn't look at it, I would never guess that that was a three inch speaker. Never. Mm. I would never mm -hmm. think that. Because the sound is just much more full than than that so it's a neat little uh neat little radio the ipal i will probably well i may write up a more detailed review because honestly i i didn't really plan to uh do the review of this on this podcast but we kind of needed to fill some time so <laughs> so you brought it over so i brought it over and said i'll talk about this but i didn't you know when i write a review online for my mac.com i spend a lot of time with the and i did spend a lot of time with this radio mm-hmm but then I go to their website and I get some of the technical aspect information type stuff. Um, and and I, I go and I look to see what other people have said about it. Not that that influences me, but they may mention something that I didn't think of. So then I can go look at it myself for that reason and see yeah. what I think. And and I read a few other reviews of this. And everybody pretty much seems to agree that $129 for this little radio is probably about $30 more than they think it's worth. Mm -hmm. But for what you get, you can plug in any auxiliary source with a one-eighth inch um, mini jack. 
which is a standard headphone jack, to your iPod, to your iRiver, whatever MP3 player you want to play through it, and it will sound good. It's not going to sound as good as if you have stereo speakers on, and it's not going to sound as good as if you're playing it, say, through your home audio mm -hmm. system, or even with headphones on. I mean, yeah. But for what it is, I think it's a nice little... little uh, I, I'll give it a 4 out of 5. Maybe a maybe a three and a half out of five would be a little bit more accurate because I still think it's a little bit pricey. And you probably would want a handle or something on it. Yeah, the thing is because this is just a square box. I mean, there's really no easy way to hold it. Right. Um, I mean, it's not so big that you can't carry it. It's just it. It's got that finish on it that feels like it could be a little slippery. Mm -hmm. And what would really have been cool if they're really going to market this towards the iPod user crowd? It, what about a little? Um, I don't know, a little clip on the side that you can connect your iPod right to it so it's yeah. it's part of it instead of your iPod it has to sit on one side of it with a cord dangling between it and mm -hmm. you know, it's just a little messy. Yeah. So so I think you're right, a handle would have been even better. And it really it reminds me of a very small little boom box. That's mm -hmm. really what it is. Except you never have to change batteries, which is cool. And it doesn't have a cassette deck in it. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does have auxiliary in, so there you there go. There you go. Uh, so the uh, the iPad, we'll give it a three and a half out of five. It, it's a nice little little bit overpriced radio, but if you need something to play your MP3s, your you know through your uh, your iPods in the bedroom or something, this would probably work real well. Or if you have an office, it's a great thing to put in the office too. Yeah, because it does have a very small footprint, and you're still going to get nice quality, a lot louder sound than what you would imagine. Yep. Um, I'm not going to post the specs here. Uh, I'll, I'll write them up and put them on the website so you can get more specs. Let's see. What is their website? Do you remember? It is. Let's go up to the... Is that no, it? No, that's no, not it. That's the manual that I had yep. opened. So let's go here. It is. Go ahead. www.tivoliaudio.com That's T-I-V-O-L-I Audio.com Yep. Uh, and you're looking for the iPal, 129 bucks. Let's see, it weighs 3.5 pounds. It's 6.25 inches in height, uh, 3.69 in width, and 3.88 in depth. So there you go. It's a neat little thing. You'll like it. I like how it says it's only available in white chrome. Mm. What about the iPod Mini users, man? Aren't they going to make them so they match that too? Missing out on some. Uh, Let's what you know. We're on their website. Let's now let's go look at the pale. The pale, like I said, is exactly the same as this, except for it comes in different colors. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't look at their. You know, they got so many products. I have to go to another page. Uh the songbook. That's not what we're looking for, is it? There's the iPal. Yeah, they got the, the limited pale. edition oh. pale. What is that? In orange and wheat. Okay, that's just ugly. Is that like? It looks transparent. Does that look transparent to you, the, the one in wheat? Yeah. That's ugly. Look like translucent plastic. Translucent, what would you call that color? Orange, that's what it says. Yeah. I don't think I would quite call it orange. I would call it, it looks like something that happened after I drank too much one night. <laughs> no, I guess that was wheat. That, that was, was wheat. wheat. Okay, and here's the other ones. It's solid. Uh, so it comes in several, the PAL comes in several different colors. Black, they have light electric, blue. You know, pearl white. Gray. I kind of like the red with the black dial and the black speaker grill and I so, like the all black one too. So the red with black would match your uh, U2 iPod. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. And the thing is, you know, 
they're all the same as the pale is the iPad. They only put the eye on there to to grab that iPod user. And honestly, I probably wouldn't have even come across that if they didn't because um, I didn't know anything about their their products until I got this in the mail. So, thanks to uh, Tavoli Audio for sending this for a product review. Um, if you want me to send it back, <laughs> you better send the shipping stuff because I'm not shipping it under my dime and it's sitting in my kitchen until you do. There you go. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the story at Slash.org about um, spam and Microsoft? No, I haven't. What's going on? Uh, I'll just read the quote from Slashdot. It says, It didn't seem to me like any single company had the stomach to keep after the scum that are ruining the net for the rest of us. Unless that company is Microsoft. Since the beginning of 2003... Microsoft has filed 98 lawsuits against spammers and 119 lawsuits lawsuits against fishers. By any measure, 215 lawsuits constitutes a legal juggernaut. And, you know, as a Mac user, I really don't have much animosity towards Microsoft. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of Mac users do. They like to, to pretend that they're this evil, nasty company. Mm -hmm. I don't particularly feel the same way. However, I think what Microsoft doing here is a cool, cool thing. Yeah. Somebody's got to go after these stupid spammers and these the fishers out there that are just trying to steal information and rob you. And well, and that kind of gels with what I just read. I just finished reading an article in Scientific American about uh, how to basically fight spam, and the author and I don't have the magazine handy, so I can't give you his name. But basically. Uh, <clears throat> What he what he'd proposed is that, you know, fighting spam is going to be a uh, combination of legislation and technology, basically, because not every technology is going to be able to stop all the spam. And of course, as technology develops to defend against spam, spammers are going to try new things to get around it. And legislation obviously isn't going to work because if the spammer is in China, how is an American law going to protect anybody from that? Right. I mean, but I, I think the thing that's Im impressive is that Microsoft has at least taken up, you know, taken up the call, and they've been putting their money where their mouth is, and they've been out there actively trying to stop spammers on their own dime. If anybody heard a little space right there, it's because GarageBand screwed up on us and it stopped recording right in the middle of a sentence. So, uh, but we got it fixed. Let's pause this for one second so I can save it, and, and that way we don't lose everything. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Woohoo! Power of technology, although I should have edited that a little better so you didn't hear that click click. Oh well. Happens, right? Did you want to read about the uh, feedback you got about your Vizio? Yeah, I did get some feedback uh, back on an app that will, well, will hopefully do what Vizio does. This is from uh, MT, MT McPhee, and it's basically about a product by theomnigroup.com. It's called uh, OmniGraffle. And I am going to try to get to Omni's website, see if I can get a demo, uh, grab some Visio stuff from work, see if I can import, export, and uh, manipulate it using OmniGraffle. It sounds like it does a lot of the stuff that you were talking about in the program that you would really like. For those who don't know what we're talking about last podcast, we talked about a lot of speculation and what we would really like to see in a future Apple product and or hardware software. And... What Chad wanted was something to do with flowcharting, basically graphic flowcharting, which is what Visio does, and that's a Microsoft product, and it's uh, pretty much the premier flowcharting software. And let's see, let's get to the contest information again. 
Um, the contest is for an FM uh, transmitter. Yep, it's the uh, road trip. Yep, from Newer Technologies, which you can pick up at MacSales.com. What you want to do is listen to either the My Mac Guys podcast found at uh, www.mymacguys.blogspot.com or the Dawn and Drew show at www.dawnandrew.com or the Roadhouse, the finest blues you've never heard. Which is at codemode.typepad.com slash roadhouse. So there you go. Uh, listen to one of those three podcasts if you haven't already, and chances are you listen to at least one of them. That's why you're here. Listen to whatever word that they say is their contest word. I don't know what words they're going to use. So whatever word that they have is their contest word. Email that along um, with the email in an email. How else are you going to email unless you use email? Exactly. It's kind of retarded, isn't it? <laughs> Hold on a minute. <coughs> okay, I'm ready now. All right, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, email that word along with the word you you come up with the word for our podcast. The ha- you have to have a word. All right, we'll go with. Mm. How about that guy? I don't God. know. <laughs> I don't know what this guy is. Well, who does he look like? He looks like Godzilla. Want to use Godzilla? We'll use Godzilla. Godzilla is our contest word. So, if you listen to one of those other three podcasts. Write down Godzilla and their podcast word, or their contest word, I should say, not podcast word. Send it to contest at mymac.com. And uh, for all the correct entries, we're going to throw them in a hat and we're going to give away some of these road trips. Uh, I don't think we need to go into how many road trips we're giving away with each podcast, do we? No, you'll be surprised though. It's quite yep. a few. We're giving away this time around at least 20. Um, and probably in a couple podcasts from now, Chad and I will give away, let's say, five to mm-hmm. just our listeners. So yep. if you're listening to the MyMac.com podcast regularly and you're thinking, well, I don't want to have to go and listen to these other podcasts, which I actually I would suggest you do, uh, especially the Roadhouse, uh, if you like blues, if you like your your entertainment a little bit, what's the word? On the spicier On side. On the spicier side. Go listen to Don and Drew. And uh, if you like Mac stuff and you just want to hear a couple idiots like Chad and I talk about Macs, hey, Chris and Hank are not idiots, but you can still listen to them. <laughs> They're fun. I like their podcast. Theirs was really entertaining to me. Good. And I hope they uh, hope they keep it up, and I hope they uh, continue to grow in listenership and yep. and all that fun <laughs> stuff. Don and Drew has a huge audience to begin with. So, mm-hmm. And I was talking to uh, Tony, the guy who does the Roadhouse, mm-hmm. on the via Skype today. By the way, today was the first day I've ever used Skype myself. So what? why don't you tell the folks who aren't wow. familiar with it what it does? Uh, we'll get into the particulars another time, but I'll just okay. I'll just say go to Skype.com and uh, download it. It's basically internet telephone, mm-hmm. and it works really well. It doesn't cost a dime. And when I was talking to him, I was amazed at the clarity of sound. I'm used to talking to people via Apple's AIM, mm-hmm. or iChat as it's known, Yeah. and the sound is usually okay, but... The audio quality on Skype was just fantastic. And I was talking to Tony today, and his listeners, listenership, I guess you'd say, tripled because he had a promo on um, Adam Curry's site, so mm. on uh, the Daily Source Code. 
which I don't know how he did that. We're going to have to do that, aren't we? Well, because he plays the finest blues you've never heard. That's right. Unless it's a repeat, then you've heard it. <laughs> I only say that because I did a promo for The Roadhouse a couple mm. weeks back, and that was my joke. So there you go. That is our show for, I don't even know what's Sunday, date. April 3rd, Monday. 2005. My name is Tim. I'm a Dan. <laughs> and I'm Chad Perry. And we're out. See ya. I love you all. <laughs> Incredible. One of the worst performances of my career, and they never doubted it for a second. And remember, we care.